This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment of the Blitz on a Friday. Time to go to the phone lines. Our buddy Brian Backo, good friend of the show, good friend in real life, of course, covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He is down on the south side for day number one of rookie minicamp. So, I mean, Mr. Backo, I got to ask, I mean, how's Kenny Pickett looking? I mean, future Hall of Famer or what? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think I saw him miss a throw during the, uh, the warm-up portions of of rookie camp that we're allowed to talk about. So I think you can uh, start Taylor in that gold jacket. Woo! Ah. Uh. Like it, I like it. Well, first off, it was good to hear that, you know, a tennis was where it needed to be. <laughs> you know, was there anybody that just eyeball test-wise to you, you were a little bit just surprised at how well they looked or maybe the contrary? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting, most, um, you know, you, you go and you, you look at these guys in person after months or weeks of, of kind of watching their film and, you know, looking at their physical profile on paper and, I mean, it's weird to say, but this is the kind of the essence of, I guess, scouting or player evaluation is it does change when you see them in person. And George Pickens is is really long and he's really thin, uh, at least in football and shorts. It really comes through at how uh, wiry he is. So I, I think he'll, he'll need to add a little bit of play strength for sure. And Calvin Austin, I mean, you know, you I, I know what a five foot eight guy looks like. Uh, I pretty much myself, but. Then you see him with all those other guys, and he's he's diminutive, so uh, he's got some obstacles to overcome. But the, those were the two that that stuck out to me: the the two wide receivers who couldn't be much more different in body type that the Steelers drafted. Let me ask you this, Brian: Is, is there anything really from from rookie minicamp that you're truly trying to deduce? Yeah, we all know it's part of the job. We we've got to be out. You know, Moats and I are going to be down there next week for some minicamp stuff. But is, are there any specifics that you really look for? Is it maybe just some body type stuff and how these guys look out on a football field? Is it how they're receptive to coaches and coaching and things like that? Like, is there anything that you're really truly kind of keeping an eye on specifically, you know, as this this rookie minicamp here begins and plays out? Yeah, I, mean, I think the, the biggest uh, impact that, that those guys can make at this point in this part of the process or are doing things that we can't really glean probably behind closed doors, the way that they're being receptive to coaching and, you know, making sure they're, they're attentive in every meeting and things of that nature. So uh, as far as like the on-field deal, I mean, not really. I, the, the only thing that I think would really stand out is if someone's out there dropping every pass or hmm. something like that. So I uh, you know, certainly didn't see any of that today. And uh, I think that, you know, the good returns on, on Kenny Pickett. I mean, I've talked to, one of the offensive linemen who's down there is an undrafted guy, Jake Dixon from uh, from Duquesne and Bethel Park right here in, in Western PA. And he said, you, you can tell the leadership that Pickett brings. I mean, he just takes the huddle, uh, takes it by the horns when he's in there. So uh, you'd expect nothing less of, of him and really any first rounder. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a couple of days for, for really any of these guys, whether it's Kenny Pickett or one of the 28 tryout players to – hustle around, try to be the first in every drill, and you know do everything they can to sell themselves to the coaches and give them a reason to keep them around. Nah, I definitely like that, man. And um, speaking of you know some more of these rookies, especially the draft picks, uh, DeMarvin Leal. Now, we know when he got drafted, some people were wondering, is he going to be more of an outside guy? Can he play inside as a DN, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tewitt type? Just to clarify and to you know, silence all of the speculation, where was he warming up today? 
You know, I was focusing more on the offense today, to be honest. Oh, okay, um, okay. I'll, I'll, keep an eye, I'll keep an eye on uh, on number 98 tomorrow, if, if you want, and we can revisit <laughs> Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Weekend. But I, it, at least, I think I had that right. Yeah, I think he's number 98, taking on the Vince Williams uh, mantle. And, and wasn't it, I think it was Vinny, who a year or two ago was like, whoever wears 98 now better be a dog. So, <laughs> uh, setting the standard high for Marvin, and you know, you've got Connor Haywood out there in the 83, uh, Calvin Austin out there in 19, who's probably going to move into the juju role in the slot if all goes well. So that's kind of like the nerdy football thing that I always like to look at, too, is just, you know, the first chance to, to see these guys in, in their new numbers, and it, it does bring back some memories sometimes of, of former Steelers of yesteryear. Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette with us here on the show. Good friend of the show. Make sure you're checking out all of his rookie minicamp coverage in the PG. Uh, buddy, I saw you tweet this out this morning, and I wanted to ask you about this. This was interesting to me. Uh, the Steelers grouping their ticket prices into tiers based on the perceived value, you know, the perceived want uh, demand for those tickets. And here's this year's tiers. Uh, Motsi, this is, I'd, we could get you in on this too. Tier one, Patriots and Buccaneers. Tier two, Bengals, Jets, Raiders. Tier three, Ravens, Browns, Saints. Mr. Backo, I don't know if I'm more surprised that the Ravens and the Browns are in the third tier or that the Jets are in the second tier. What's going on here? Uh, yeah, I've been getting a lot of questions about that on Twitter. I do think it's kind of interesting, and there's so many factors that go into it. The biggest one to me is, I think by and large, especially when you talk about the, the casual fans, the, one who are, the ones who are going to decide to go down there and take in a game, they, they want to sit in October weather, not December or mm, January weather. So okay. I think that's the biggest reason why you see those early season games are priced a little bit higher. And this is nothing new for the Steelers or any other team. I think the, the term that typically gets thrown around is dynamic pricing. Right? Yes, so you yes. Know that you're going to have more demand for a season opener against or a home opener than you know, a week 17 or 18 game uh, that, that maybe won't matter, but more importantly, uh, you know, you might, there might be a lot of snow on the sea <laughs> over uh, on the North Shore. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of uh, – I, I think it's obvious that that Tom Brady ticket is going to be a tough one to get. And how could it not be, right? Like, look, we knew they were playing the Bucks this year, but once you see the schedule released, it all becomes a little bit more real. And I think the chance to, to go see the GOAT in person for probably one final time unless he plays till he's 60 uh, is something that really any football fan can kind of get behind. No, I would definitely agree with that. Now, what's the other thing, too, guys? Like, I know that the Ravens, Browns, Bengals, those are the biggest games every year because they're your division, but I think there's something to be said for you do play those teams every year, right? You play them twice a year, once at home. There's a little bit of novelty to play in the box, right? There's a little bit of novelty. Yeah. I do I do see what you're saying there, but I also think, you know, to keep it local here, right? Like when the backyard brawl was happening every year, that was still the most sought after ticket. Although now that I'm making that argument, uh, they play once a season and right, not right. twice a season. No, I, I I get that. That certainly makes sense. But no, uh, Mr. Backo, I was going to ask you, though, um, since we are talking about the schedule here, which game stands out to you the most that you're just most excited to see? Not a, not in terms of working and coverage and stuff like that, but just you as a fan of the game. Yeah, I mean, again, I think the, the Brady one stands out. It, it's, it's a pretty interesting schedule this year because there's so many teams on it that I think the, the national NFL uh, brain trust thinks have a chance of, of really taking a great leap forward, whether that's the Jets. Some people think they could be this year's Bengals if everything breaks right. Now, Zach Wilson better start wow. doing his 
That's early. lofty. That's, that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, uh, the Eagles, I think, are looked at a little bit as a dark horse in the NFC. You know, the Colts, some people think that Carson Wentz was their, their big issue and getting, uh, you know, Matt Ryan out of the rocking chair will we'll <laughs> be able to lead them back to prominence out there in, uh, in America's heartland. So, uh, you know, I, I'm pumped for the division games. I think opening at Cincy uh, is pretty fun, given them coming off of uh, the, their first year, really, of being the big bad in the AFC North for a long time. So that's going to be mighty intriguing. But, uh, yeah, another opportunity for the Steelers to face their longtime tormentor, Tom Brady. One that we really weren't sure they were going to get after he retired this offseason. Uh, that, that's that's going to be really enjoyable, uh, what, week six at Heinz Field. Yeah, this, those first six weeks of the, the season really stand out to me, Brian. I mean, you go at Cincinnati, then you host New England, then you have the short week on the road to Cleveland, the Jets at Buffalo, and then you host the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there. It, it, I was talking about this with Motsi. It, 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 when I saw that last night, it, it really – we've already talked about how we know the offense is going to need some time to come together, and it could be one quarterback who starts the season but doesn't necessarily finish the season. You've got moving parts on the offensive line, and you've got – the offense we think really moving in Matt Canada's direction and you know the image that, that he wants to have his offense be. When you look at those first six games and some of the challenges there, is it fair to say that there's going to be even more onus on the offense figuring it out sooner than rather than later because you could very easily dig yourself a, a two-and-four type hole to start the season? Yeah, I think it's a tough start to the schedule for them, and you know, it doesn't necessarily bode well for for whoever's under center uh, to face some of those defenses early on in the season. And and there's so much that has to play out with that quarterback competition. We we all naturally get ahead of ourselves in this business. That's a big part of what we do for better or worse. And we'll see how, uh, how Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett and and maybe Mason Rudolph fare in, in live action when the bullets are flying, as they say. But when you just look at it on paper right now, seems like the type of start where maybe you'd want a more veteran, experienced quarterback uh, to take that on early, and maybe you don't expose your your rookie to the Bengals on the road in a hostile environment if Paul Brown Stadium could ever be that <laughs> in week one, or a Bill Belichick defense in week two. We know how he feasts on rookie QBs, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those deals where if there were ever a time to, to maybe turn it over to a rookie, generally teams want to do that. Uh, around the bye week and you know smack dab in the middle of the, the schedule for the Steelers and right when it lightens up a little bit so it's uh it's hard not to start calculating all those potential scenarios for when a Kenny Pickett if he doesn't win the job out of camp might make his first start I think personally it would be fascinating if he would somehow make his NFL debut against Tom Brady uh, imagine starting mm. against the Ghost. That, that would be uh that would be about as tricky oh. and as uh, challenging, but probably adrenaline-inducing as it gets. No, without a doubt, it definitely would. Now, when I'm looking at the schedule, I'm seeing, you know, a couple of 8 o'clockers, but then a ton of 1 o'clocks. What happened to the 4 o'clock game, man? Why can't we get any 4 o'clock love, man? What was your thoughts on that right there? It's funny. My wife texted me this morning. She was at work, and she's like, one of my coworkers wants to know why the Steelers don't have any 4 o'clock games, and I mean, a, a big part of it is they don't leave the Eastern time zone this year, boys. I love that from a, uh, a typical perspective. I, I'm not real, you know, as a sports writer, I'm not real big on the prime time late night kickoffs, especially a Thursday nighter up in <laughs> Cleveland where we'll, we'll probably drive up the day of and, you know, stay overnight 
somewhere in, in beautiful Ohio and then drive back the next morning. But, yeah, without leaving the Eastern time zone and without really playing, uh, you, know, you don't have the NFC West on the schedule. You don't have the AFC West on the schedule. So, yeah, we're, we're dodging a lot of those midday kickoffs. I could go either way on those. So, sometimes they're kind of nice to have your morning to, to goof off and, and get some work done. But uh, I'm all for the 1 p.m. start and then digest uh, the rest of that day's games and get nice and comfy for Sunday night football. Brian Backo. He's been nice and comfy as our guest here on yes, this show indeed. for years. We'll keep it going. It's like my cocoon. This is my cocoon being. Yeah, on and you know what? In like like two weeks from now, we're going to be down on the south side together, and we'll be able to do this thing up close and personal, all sitting at the table at Mister Rooney's backyard. How about that? That should be fun. That that'll be fun. That'll take me back to uh, one of the first times that I, I was on the air with you guys. Yes, when we had a Pittsburgh Steelers dodgeball team yeah. draft. We might have to do that again. It's well, been a he couple came years. up with the idea. Think about I that, know. man. Right on the spot. That's when we knew that he was yep. not only going to be a good friend of the show, but a good friend in real life. Brian Backo. Like these, like these tryout guys, I made a good first impression on the coach. This without, is true. Without is true. a firm handshake, looked we, us right in the eyes, brought don't care how you get to the there. show. We I mean, don't care how you get here. As long as you're able to do it, man, we're with you, man. <laughs> we'll find a home for you. Make sure you're checking out all of Mr. Backo's rookie minicamp coverage in the PG on Twitter, at Brian Backo. He does not do cap, and he has not changed his number since the seventh grade. Buddy, great stuff as always. We appreciate the time. We'll talk to you soon. Sure thing. Have a good weekend, gentlemen. You too, cuz. There he goes. Mr. Backo. The Batman. The Batman. All right, Mosey, no time to spare here because we've got to finish these schedule predictions and we've got to get to some of these tweets. We left it at Indy. At Indy. Sorry. We left it at Atlanta down in the ATL where Arthur Motes wants to make a road trip this season. Uh, Steelers, another organization of the Falcons hitting the reset button. New era, a lot of change. How's this one play out? This is definitely a duff for the Steelers because the Falcons are just like the Steelers in the sense of quarterback turnover. No more Matt Ryan. They're going to be looking at, was it uh, Marcus Mariota and Mm -hmm. uh, is it Matt Corral, if I remember Mm -hmm. correctly. But their defense is not the same caliber defense as the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cordell Patterson is a really good player. He's not Najee Harris. Um, They're going to be without their main receiver in terms of Calvin Ridley. We know he's suspended for the year. Uh, For me, man, I just think that this is a matchup that the Steelers match up with them extremely well. And it's in Atlanta. And every time the Steelers play in Atlanta, it's always a move. It's always a blast. Completely agree. In fact, if you made me pick right now which game I am most confident about prediction-wise, that might be the one. It it, it would be like that. Maybe at Carolina I'm feeling pretty good about, too. We'll get to that one. Carolina's always one of them. In a minute, yeah. (laughs) But uh, I'm with you for everything you just said. We can move on because, I mean, you you touched on it all there, and I think it's about that simple. Baltimore at home, first Baltimore game of the season. we got to wait until week 14 this year. Before we get Armageddon against those rat birds, how's it play out at Heinz Field, Mozi? Well, it's funny. People are like, oh, we got Lamar's number. I'm like, we're two and one. I think it's only been three times we've played Lamar. I mean, we lost to the backup, you mm. know? Mm. But um, as a whole, uh, where's this game at? This game is in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. We win the – no, 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 no. I'm saying it backwards. No, 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 no. I'm going to go with it. We're going to win the one in Pittsburgh. We'll, okay. we'll win the one at home. Yes. Okay. I, I feel like we're going to score th- I think I see where you're going here yeah. in a couple weeks, but we'll get there in a couple weeks. I got the Steelers losing at home to the Ravens. We'll do more in-depth stuff as Boom. we, you know, but I, I, as it stands right now, I'm going to pick Baltimore to win the division this year. Um, Steelers, you know, they, 
they, they've had some fun at the expense of the Ravens mm-hmm. as of late. Mm-hmm. I think that might turn back around this year. Mm. I got Baltimore getting a, a W at Heinz Field, unfortunately. Down to Carolina on the road the following week. Mozi, this is another one for me. This is this better be a win or else things have not gone right. Because Carolina, a lot of the same stuff as the Steelers, but they we don't know if they have the head coach. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a quarterback on their roster that is is any head or shoulders that you would have more faith in than the Steelers do right now. The defense is good, but it's it doesn't have the elite potential like Correct. the Steelers do, do. And it's at Carolina, but you know it's, it's going to be a 50-50 crowd. No, no, it's going to be 70-30 crowd. 70, yeah, 60-40 crowd. Man. So we both have the Steelers getting a W there. Down in Charlotte, a city that we both enjoy. Oh, yes. Come they back, call it the Queen City. You come back home. Cincinnati does that too. Which one? There can only be one Queen City, Charlotte and Cincinnati, all right? Celebrity death match between who gets to call themselves oh. that. That's like Clemson and LSU got to have a, a death oh, match death over Valley? Death Valley, yeah. even though it belongs to LSU and Clemson stole it. Viva Las Vegas, the Raiders, they come to Pittsburgh on Christmas Eve, the day after the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. But do the Raiders leave with the last laugh, Mozi? Yeah. Yes, indeed. If they are healthy, I think that the Raiders are a really good team, man. They were a really good team last year. Um, I think that that continues on with them this season, and they definitely get that. Oh, man, I hate the fact that they're going to do it to us on Christmas Eve, but I think that's that one right there. I got the Raiders losing to the Steelers on Christmas Eve. How about that? I like it. I like it. I agree with Motsi. I think the Raiders are a good team. I think they're underrated. They beat the Steelers here last year. That you're going to have the Franco magic. You're going to have the Immaculate Reception magic. All right, Santa is a Steelers fan. I've got that on good authority. Santa he, is a Steelers fan. He ain't going to let it happen. Hey, now. The rate is losing to the Steelers. In my personal record book, only two games left, Motsi, and they could loom as large ones <sighs> as they're both division foes. First, it's at Baltimore. Mm-hmm. For the second time, they'll see the Ravens in four weeks. Let's get it. Uh, you got them losing here because you said they... Yes, that yeah. is correct. They, okay. They're going to split with Baltimore. I think they win the one at home. They lose the one on the road. That's the unfortunate part about it. But, yeah, I just... I don't buy that narrative. Oh, yeah, Steelers got Lamar figured out. They got Baltimore figured out. Baltimore is always a coin flip of a game, and it is always a bloodbath of a game. And I don't see this being any different. So, yeah. Unfortunately, I agree. I, I got Baltimore winning again, mm-hmm. which I realize means, yes, I have the Ravens winning both against the Steelers this season. Mm-hmm. If you want to throw your tomatoes and your eggs, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't like it any more than you do, but I am nothing if not honest. Then the Steelers come home. The Brands. Brands. Cleveland. I do think Deshaun Watts is going to be playing in this one, and so for that reason... I think the Steelers split with the Browns. I think the Browns win the this season finale at Pittsburgh, unfortunately. Yeah, if Deshaun is out there for this one, I have them winning as well. Ooh-hoo. All right, Arthur Mutz. What, what was my record? I don't you, even know you my ready? record I'm going to yeah, count it out for you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We both have the same record. Are you serious? Nine and eight. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Unless I did the math wrong. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine wins for you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine wins for me. Both have them at nine and eight. And so it was written, and so shall it be done. Hey, nine and eight got them in the playoffs last year. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right then. Yeah, never mind. Playoff contenders. Play- yeah, hey. There we go. 
crazier things have happened. Because, no, you better believe I it. I mean, again, the Steelers got in with that same record last year. So I was a little nervous nine. about my – I didn't know. I, I, shout out to the nine wins. I didn't think I had that many. I was just like, yo, was, what? No, 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 no. Well, you had them going on a four-game win streak at Indy, at Atlanta, Baltimore at home, and at Carolina. That's gotcha. where you really – That's where I made my hay. That's where you made your hay. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotta make it somewhere. I'll post a picture of that. I'm going to pin this up on the wall in here. I'll, yeah, I'll tweet out a picture of it when the show's over. Let's get to some of these tweets here. Why don't we? Before uh, before we say our goodbyes today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rod Dollar tweets us and says, you guys were talking about things that bug you as you get older. As I get older, I can't read long text messages anymore. I'd rather someone just call me or call the person and politely ask them <laughs> what they just texted me. That's a good one. See, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm flipping. I used to be want to be on the phone. Now I'm like, yo, send me a text or email. Even though I don't want to read it, I do not want to talk on the phone. It depends on what it is, honestly, for me. I do think that there's certain conversations that are just easier to have over the phone. They like, are, but it depends on the person. That is that is true. If it's you, that's different. Yeah, because there ain't no awkwardness right. there. You're just rocking and rolling. If it's somebody else, you're like, bro, I don't want to. Just send me an email. I don't care if it's a 30-page email. Just send the email. That's my energy, bro. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh, man. Steeler Nation 920 tweets us and says, as of right now, the Steelers will be 17-0 until they lose one. <laughs> He says, thank you guys for the great show today. 80-plus degrees here and sunny, yet I'm stuck inside staring at my motorcycle through the window, and the day is dragging. Do you guys have a favorite motorcycle? I do not. I don't have any any problems with motorcycles, but I I have an uncle that has a Harley. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess I'll go with Harley. Well, yeah, I like Harleys because of the Terminator. You remember Terminator uh, 2? He's like, got yeah, that scene I'll riding a motorcycle. Right. Like, I love that. But then I also love the crotch rockets as well, man. I'm a speed guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I don't, Tokyo I don't drifting ride that. out there. Wait, wait a minute. No, I'm cool on that. I don't want to do none of that on the bike. No, not me. Steel City Champs tweets us and wants to know if we... Did you see the, the video that the Chargers did of their schedule release? I did not. It's an anime I'm inspired. looking at it now, It's though. incredible. It's, it is look pretty there's cool. There's a couple bro. jabs at Urban Meyer and the Jags. Did you see the Urban Meyer jab Yo. there? Oh. <laughs> there's a if, listen, if you have not seen the wow. LA Chargers, if you have not seen the LA Chargers schedule release video, go to Twitter, wow. go to Instagram, go to social, go to wherever social media, Facebook. It's incredible. It it's is really good. Super anime. Also, if you haven't seen the Steelers one with Cam Hayward yet. It's it's pretty funny too, but you can't be. I mean, they got the Waffle House reference here for Atlanta. Bro, that is, they're they're on one right I there. I mean, look at this. They look Andy at that cart. Look Reed. at the anime, Andy Reid. I mean, <laughs> I ain't gonna let it kill that. It's great. They definitely killed that. Whoever, it's, whoever, it's great. Look, they're making fun of Schefter here now yeah. in this one. Whoever did that, man, they they need a race. They, that, that was they, phenomenal. Oh wait, right there. oh, and then they had, they have Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray deleting all of his Instagram posts. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You got to watch the whole thing. It's, there's a lot of crazy. there's there's an Antonio Brown nugget in there too. It's, okay, is he twerking or is he naked? It's pretty good. Uh, Half naked. Let's just say it has to do something with the the helmet joke from ah, his time gotcha. with Demini. Gotcha. There Frankie Z says uh, anticipating a rookie quarterback and some wide receivers, potentially rookie involvement at running back, reshuffled offensive line, questionable talent at corner, revamped inside linebacker. Suspect interior defensive line. Can we get a positive? He says nine and eight is optimistic as I will go. Okay, fair enough. That's not that's not terribly pessimistic. Absolutely. Uh Richard tweets us. Let's see here. Uh about golfing on uh, let's see, down in Washington 
in September. Hmm, Richard, send me the deets. It'll be tough. During football season is tough for us. It's it's tough uh, to take off days during season. But DM me the deets. Email me the deets. I'll take a look. We'll see what we can do for you. Yeah, see what's happening in the situation. Rod Dallas says, also, we are not about to call that uh, home opener against uh, Washington, the twerk game, fellas. Come on. But that was the twerk game. I mean, game. when we said that, though, everybody knew Everyone exactly knew. what we he meant right away. throwing it back. I mean, we was on the field like, bro, is he all right? What, what, what that dance is? Hey, me, that, that, ain't, that ain't the regular. That's not called God. It's not, no, that's the opposite of calling God. I was call, like, that ain't called call God. That's called Magic City right there. Uh, that got called cheerleaders. Only for the wings. Just the wings. Rudy tweets us and says, I'm planning my second trip to Pittsburgh to watch uh, some games, spend some days in Pittsburgh. Uh, what would be better? Watch them play the Bengals at home or go for the Raiders game and fly west the next day? Well, that means you'd be flying home on Christmas if you came to the Raiders game because that's on Christmas Eve. Yeah, but not everybody has the that's same true. type of obligation ain't for that, Christmas. Ain't yeah, that the truth? Absolutely. You might be of a different religion. Yeah. You might just not have – people have different family elements absolutely, and all those man. things. If you if your plans are able to be more flexible, I would say come to the uh, Christmas Eve game. I think yeah. that atmosphere no, is gonna be crazy, gonna be nuts, man. And there'll be, a, there'll be yeah. there's gonna be a ceremony Friday. You heard right, right. you heard Mr. Rooney say it. But the reason I say, but you want to be flexible because we know during that time of year, weather and stuff like that can alter plans on the way back. It's a good point. You know, that's you don't want to get delayed. You don't want to get tied up. Julie, if, yeah, if you can, yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a good call by you. Uh, Julie tweets us. Julie, what's up? Up in Canada, haven't heard from Julie in a, in a few Canada. in a few months here. Um, she says uh, the Steelers are just where we want them to be, underdogs. Mm-hmm. Here, we dogs. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Annie tweets us and says two hypothetical questions. Um, longer odds on schedule game coming true or oh, okay. What are the longer odds? Your schedule predictions coming true or uh, Powerball winnings coming true? <laughs> <laughs> Schedule prediction. And a powerball, but not by much. I am a schedule prediction guy. I always uh, get it right. And question number two is, is Tom Brady, like Chuck Norris, such a goat that he could simultaneously play uh, the Super Bowl and analyze it live via microphone? I think there is a chance, man. I hope not, because that would be insufferable. I do like the Tom Brady to Chuck Norris comparisons, though. It does make a lot of sense, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. You know that. From the heart. From the heart. <laughs> Steel City Champs says, way too hard to determine the Steelers' record, especially when we don't know what to expect from the quarterbacks. That's, that's, yeah. That makes it – well, listen, it's a lot easier when you got Ben Roethlisberger under center to do this schedule yeah. prediction thing for sure. Uh, a couple more here. Quick hitter. Sensei tweets and says, hypothetically, if you guys bought the Denver Broncos, what's the first thing you would change? Trade Russell Wilson to the Steelers for a seventh round draft pick. There we go. A conditional seventh round at that. I you know? bring back those old Bronco helmets too. Those were pretty sweet. Hmm. John Jonathan tweets us six and eleven. Oh, come on, Jonathan. Come on, man. Six and eleven. Rod, Rod tweets us too. You forgot to throw in the tie. That's right. Dang ah. it! I forgot to throw in the tie. True. True. Uh, the lit one, Rebecca. Lit. 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 Hate to say it, but we lose week one. Oh, no. But then win the entire rest of the way. Also, All we let's do go is Penguins. Win, win, so 15 win. and 1 from the lit one. Absolutely. And we need the 16 and 1. 
Sorry, 16 to 1. 16. Yeah, we're right, good, we're right, good, we're right. good. And we, knew, we do need the Pens to get a dub tonight. Advance, no beat doubt. the Rangers, let's go. No doubt. CR tweets us and says these predictions are way too early and based on last year's teams. You're darn right they are, yeah, CR. Yeah, we're getting reckless today, man. Reckless speculation. That's what CR, we're doing today. CR, what else you want us to talk about on the show today, baby? Come on, man. We're not supposed to be reckless today. Today is the day of all days. The reason that we get to do a show year round is because we got to talk about things like the schedule release. And we get to be reckless when we do it. Come on, baby. Join the reckless activities. See, our buddy Teddy, he's on me here. He says, saying the Rat Birds will sweep us this year is blasphemous. They haven't beaten the Steelers since 2019. That's why I said, you know, the Steelers have had their way Mm -hmm. with those guys. That pendulum, you know, much like Cincinnati, that pendulum can swing back pretty quickly. Have to do better. Still all love, though. Yeah, wait, whoa, 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 since 2019? I think that's true, actually, yeah. No, that, how could that be true? Um, Oh, no, 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 I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Yeah, because this season hasn't happened yet. Correct, yeah. Correct. Because I was like, I know, it is, it's tough, tough to keep that, it's tough to yeah. keep that in line And the, in the year when they lost, that was the end of the 19th season, but it was in January. Correct. The rain game Co- or whatever. Correct. Yeah, that's yes. why I was like, what correct. do you mean? I was like, I know that game was like a year ago, oh, I remember that. But that it was, was in January of that follow, that final season, yeah. Maybe the worst time I've ever had watching a Steelers game yeah, in my life. Yeah, we got to win. Wanted, They're playing their backups. You just wanted that yeah. to be, and it, it went it went south quickly, and yep. you you just wanted it to be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy, I hope I'm wrong, though. I mean, I always say that. I'll be honest here. I'll be transparent. Yeah, that was January then. But I hope I'm wrong. Two months later, COVID. <sighs> That's all we got. Uh, Don Juan tweeted, did you guys see that Franco interview last night? Do you know where I can find that from? I do believe it is up right now on Steelers.com. Yeah, I did not see it. I'm pretty sure I saw it this afternoon on Steelers.com. Um, so check there, Don Juan. Yeah. That will do it for us this afternoon, this Friday afternoon. A big thanks this to everybody. Friday. Big thanks to everybody who tweeted in the show. Uh, as always, even when you don't agree with us, even when you don't like us, we still appreciate you. No, we don't. <laughs> big thanks to Brian Backo for giving us some of his time down uh, on the south side at Rookie Minicamp. Very true, great for him. And a shout-out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Motes. Bo- who me? Can we? Can we yeah, talk about can it? Can the Penguins win tonight? I mean, please. Come on, bro. Of course they're gonna win tonight. Get to get a little confidence. What, what's that gravitas? Come on. Like I need, I need some real live sports in the town that I care about. We got some tonight. We getting the dub. Let's get it, man. I just hope that tonight and uh, Sunday aren't the last bro, ones till August. You got Pirates tonight. No, you stop. You got it. Pins we tonight. We got Mr. Rooney on our side now. We Come on, man. Knock that table. We ain't got to talk no baseball. No, nah, man. We talking baseball, man. Mr. Rooney gave us the green light. He said Pirates the first 30 seconds of the interview. That is true. We talking <laughs> baseball today. <laughs> right as this show goes off. Don't make me sit here and talk about my fellow Mars <laughs> High School graduate, David Bednar, who's lighting it up out of the Pirates' pen ah, right now, baby. there we go. All right, last one. Mark Mark says 12 and 5. Ah, okay. I like the optimism there. I'll take it. I'll I take like it. That. Everybody, enjoy the weekend. Uh, hopefully, wherever you're at, Pittsburgh yes. or Stay elsewhere, safe. it's nice weather. Stay safe. Enjoy the weekend. We're back on Monday to chop it up with you guys, as always. You know where to find us. It's high noon on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.